It's just lovely to see people from all cultures um, appreciating te ao Māori, uh, wanting to learn the language, wanting to learn the tikanga, wanting to know all about it. Kia ora, I'm Troy, here as CEO and welcome to Stirring the Pot. Thanks for connecting. If you're new, here's what you can expect. We're going to be talking the tough stuff, the things that keep us metalheads up at night. There are many challenges facing our industry and equally many opinions on how we should tackle them. Stirring the Pot provides a facilitated forum to discuss and challenge these viewpoints. So let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Today we're joined by Waikaraka Rufu Toms and David Hemopo, two kaihotu leads from Puhuru STEM Academy, where we'll be discussing Puhuru's work across schools and how industry can help them. All right, uh, kia ora whanau. Um, I guess just to start, Waikaraka, um, do you just want to give us a, a really quick 30,000 foot view of what um, Puhuru does? Um, I guess what the mission is, what what the what the purpose is, and I guess how it's doing its mahi in schools. Kapai, kia ora. Yes, um, Puhoro is all about supporting rangatahi Māori to achieve in the STEM career pathways. So we support our tauira by heading into kura and um, running kaihotu sessions or tutor- tutorials for an hour per week. Um, just exposing them to different career pathways in the STEM sector, um, supporting them in their tuakiri or understanding who they are as a Māori and doing well in their subjects. So science, technology, engineering, math, and we've popped on the Mātauranga Māori at the end. Yeah. Nice. And ru- I mean, roughly how many students are you both kind of dealing with on a, on a, a weekly basis? Oh, on a weekly basis, well, that'd be about 150 to 200 mm-hmm. students a week. Together, 200, Together, yep. yeah. Definitely about that. And they're, yeah, our sessions, like Wakaraka said, are hour long. So, um, but they're, they're, they're spread over 18 schools uh, in our region currently. And I, if I understand rightly, um, Puhoro is not something that is just um, dedicated to Tamaki Makoto. There's. Yes, we're yeah. everywhere. We're in um, Ōtautahi Christchurch at Manawatu Palmerston North. We're in Rotorua at Te Matawa Maui, which is the Hawke's Bay. We are in Waikato. And we've just announced a movement up towards uh, Northland in Whangarei. It's pretty exciting. Mm. That's awesome. Um, can you, I guess, can you run us through um, or give us a bit of a sense of how Puhoro came to be? Was there... Uh, any research or any insights that were being derived that identified the need? Yeah, yeah. Um, our Manahotu, Naomi Manu, she she researched and found that there was only 2% of Māori represented in the STEM sector and that, that we needed to be uh, a lot more Māori representation there and that our way to do that was to start in high schools and pathway them through the sciences, get them good at or get them passing science right through from year 11, right through to year 13. Um, so that they, when they go on to moving into university, they have those options to be selecting engineering, uh, selecting, you know, those science pathways. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> no, no, Do you want to add on? No. <laughs> No, no, and I think that's it's a really important part because I think often um, we 
especially through our Western worldview, we sort of we see the problem, mm. um, but uh, struggle to sometimes move upstream a little bit and go, all right, this is about pathwaying people into a solution rather than going, well, we don't have many Māori in STEM. Mm. Hmm, I wonder what we can do here. And we scratch our heads and sort of wonder how we can um, go searching for um, candidates within a, a fixed pool of people that might be of age to work. And we, we, we can't figure out why we can't see more Māori in our, in our jobs and our vacancies and our workforce, but being able to take that step back and go, actually it's it's about getting into schools it's it's creating that pathway and doing the mahi now that can be a fruit in you know two three four five years time as those students come through um and i'm, I'm assuming that's kind of that's that's largely what puhoro is about yeah also about just building relationships because young maori tawira they may learn different or see the world a little different so uh, making sure that we are with them from year 11 in the same kaihotu right throughout their years. You build that relationship with them where you can be more whānau to them. And that way they can trust you, um, respect you, you respect them, and they know that um, they have your support and they could probably do anything. Also just the exposure of of different um, things we had a doctor come into our last wānanga and show them how to do a hip replacement. It was pretty crazy um our tutors we have some med students that come in and um we we pay them to help um them in their university life and they come in by supporting our tawira and showing them this is what you could be and um one of the med students said she'd never seen that before so it was pretty cool we know we're we're pretty lucky to get all the things we have and all the the support from all the different um places that we work with yeah yeah the benefit of um having our tutors um our tutors come in, they are ex-Puhoro students more often. Um, they're not, well, sorry, not ex-Puhoro students, but from high school. Yep. So because yep. they're in university, they come back, they share their story, their journey with the um, kids that we're currently working with. Yep. Then they kind of see themselves more so in their position. So they see that aspiration, they see that pathway. That, okay, cool. This person's done it, I can do it too. So it, it's a it's a yeah. it's a pull as well as a push, you know. Yes, so it's a yes. push pull cycle rather than it just being kind of getting in behind and trying to yeah, force yeah, people down right. the pipeline. There's a pull as well and it's it's circular. That that must be so rewarding to now be in a place where you're starting to see those mm -hmm. um those um those well, ex students, I'm not sure what the, the best way to describe them is, but you know, that whānau mm -hmm. coming back in to support and inspire. I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but we, I mean, we kind of already have, but, <laughs> um, you know, are there, are there standout um, light bulb moment stories um, that you've had in your interactions with students where you've just had those awesome opportunities to stand alongside um, some of these students and, and be a part of that moment where something's clicked for them? Plenty, plenty. Mm. I think the most recent one for me is we, when we went up north to announce a launch into the region and we took some of our tawira with us because they are the mouthpiece of Puhoro and the face of Puhoro actually. Um, and one of our tawira from Auckland Girls Grammar got up and spoke about how when we first came in and presented to them in year 10 and then started with them in year 11, she had no idea what she wanted to do. And she said that through the exposure of careers through Puhoro, she's decided to be a pediatrician. Now she's gone down to Otago, she's already like looking at uni and she's only in year 12. She's taking all of the science subjects and everything she needs to get there. So that was just like a, we're doing our job. 
even those that don't know what they want to do as long as they have the opportunity to do it later it's like they understand that we're just there to help them and they look at us like whanau so that's kind of when they're like okay yeah they're here to help us so Nice. Some real stories of of transformation. Yes, being yeah. able to kind of have that those eyes open and the and the light the lights go on. I'd imagine um, it's a process that you'd be relatively um, not dependent, but you would want to engage with industry quite heavily on to be able to ensure that there is that exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you tell us about how industry has you know the STEM sector has responded to this type of program? It's been great. We've had lots of <laughs> lots of different um, um, places come come through and try and make um, relationships with Puhoro. One that comes to mind is when we were at the Diversity Awards, um, which we were lucky enough to to win um, prizes in. And then we just had people coming and wanting to offer support to Puhoro in what which way, whatever form they can. Um, we've got a lot of stakeholders. Um, that are amazing and I can't name them all, but <laughs> but some really awesome people and they are all about, um, oh, I would say even Hedda um, supports us um, and they're looking, trying to find ways to support us even more and it's, it's amazing. People offering scholarships, um, offering internships, which is what we really appreciate because we can get our Toida into internships and following hopefully through to career pathways that they want to do. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, Hera has the Fanaki Scholarship um, mm. that we're in, involved in, and that's one way that we've decided and tried to partner up with Puhoro and what it what it does. Um, is there any areas within industry relations or engagement that you think there's some real opportunities or um, places where in, you know there might be a little bit of um, lack that you'd love to see um, industries kind of step into um, helping you guys out in your mahi? We're lucky. We we run a wānanga once a term and a lot of our partners or people who are looking to support us will come in and run a session for us. Might be a full day session. We've had people like Motat and who else have we had? Um, Tema, Timanoa? Putahi Manoa. Putahi Manoa. <laughs> Putahi Manoa who um, do the heart, it's the Heart Foundation heart. and like awesome places like that that come in and run sessions. That's all that that's all they want to do. They just put their hand up and say, Can we come in? So I don't know, when people are kind of handing you a silver platter and asking you to take it, we we're super happy and I'm not sure that's a conversation that I know. Um mm. because all the all the interactions we have are amazing. Yeah. If if I was uh, I guess an organization with industry that wanted to step up and be able to offer something, you know, I'm I'm looking at the pipeline of talent going, I'm recognizing the need for diversity in my own workforce, mm. you know, listening and seeing all of the research coming coming through and, and wanting to act, but not really sure what a first step might be. What's, I mean, what's the best way to, um, to get into that program of work? Mm. Well, we have a website and on that website you can send an email and we have people checking it constantly and they get sent to us and not going to lie there was some sent just the other day so we just get in touch with you and make a time to meet we like to if we can't hui in person we'll just do it online and kind of lay out what the kind of expectation is or requirements are for both parties and it's pretty easy it's a really good conversation normally so yeah 
easy as. Get amongst it, eh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's usually just a partnership rather yeah. than like a, um, hey, this is what you guys said you'd do. Yeah. Like a, what do, what do you call that kind of relationship? I don't know, but ever since we've been working in Puhoro, it's everything's been partnerships. So it's like, hey, what do you guys want? Or yeah, what it's do you guys need? Upon. Yeah, and then it's kind of like meeting each other's expectations. Yeah. It's and not a, it's a, tra- it's a two-way street two-way rather street, yeah. rather than a one-way. It's not a transaction. It's yes. a, like I said, it's, a, right. it's yes. a partnership. What is that? Transaction. Uh, not a transaction. <laughs> transaction. Oh, you're welcome word. on yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take that and put it in my pocket for later. Um. So obviously, you know, your 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 core workers in schools, um, you know, right, running the wanangas and what have you. Um, we're really fortunate uh, at Hira to be able to engage with you guys and your team in our weekly Matauranga Māori sessions and I guess being able to dip a toe in a little bit further, um, mm-hmm. trying to not only just offer the, you know, offer the support but maybe live out some of those values. Um, I guess, I mean... Talk to us about that experience, because obviously it's not your 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 core work, so to speak. But how how have you you guys found working with us? Well, I'll take this one because I, I go to the sessions every week. I love it. I love it. Um, it's just lovely to see people from all cultures um, appreciating Te Ao Māori, uh, wanting to learn the language, wanting to learn the tikanga wanting to know all about it and actually being spoken to today about um, maybe learning about Atua Māori to support in mahi. That's exactly what we do in our wānanga. Like we relate our pūrākau or our stories to our engineering exercises. So it's just kind of weaving together really nicely. But like I said, love love being in the rōpū um, every week and not just sharing te ao Māori, but also hearing from the different cultural perspectives too. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning as well. <laughs> nice. And you, I guess you've dipped your toe in as well, David? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, you guys are amazing, man. It's, 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 I know that we're fishing, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, it's just, I mean, it just makes Waikaraka's job really easy while she's mm. the one that runs the session. So it makes her job really easy. Yeah, you guys are really receptive of it. And for me, being Māori and watching people like Waikaraka said, of different cultures really accept or receive the the, the, the learnings of Te Ao Māori. It's like, wow, cool. This it's, is really a real cool space to be in. I think that that's the one thing that's really taken me is, is as we've got to know all of your team and, and I guess having people understand, again, coming back to that, it's, uh, it's not a transaction, it's a partnership, like mm-hmm. understanding that um this is not a box ticking exercise yeah. uh for you guys it's not a case of going oh sweet you know they're partnering with us so we're you, you know it's not a knowledge transfer it's mm-hmm. uh it's a deeper than that and i guess from my perspective as a participant it's also really heartwarming knowing that it's um i guess it's so personally gratifying and i think that's that part is. of the um part of the picture that often gets missed in this conversation is is that um, this is not a process. This is about understanding people at the core of who they are and how they come to the table. And Te Ao Māori and Mātauranga Māori is just a vehicle um, for doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 cool. It's it's nice to see. And I think, um, yeah, kudos uh, to you, you know, you and your team around that work that you're doing, because I think that's ultimately what we're seeing. You know, in a world where um, 
I think we've been pushed to the fringes a little bit, <laughs> you know, and the divide between people is probably wider than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see um, something like Te Reo being the, the vehicle that can bring people back together mm-hmm. as opposed to it being a, a box ticking exercise, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is cool. Um, I'd love to talk real briefly about what's on the cards for 2023 and beyond. You know, um, I always love to, to hear about the things that are, keeping people up at night, you know, not necessarily from a, a dread perspective, but from the perspective of um, excitement around what's around the corner. I mean, what what does the what does the future hold you? You know, you guys have just been through quite a large transition phase coming into 2022. Um, and I feel like that's settled a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, talk to us about the future. Yeah, well, as you know, we um, created a new region this year. So that's been... Um, different um, our teams expanded and i think for next year we're looking to just solidify a couple more kura bring some on board um, looking at a couple of kura kaupapa as well which are awesome and seeing how that kind of um, eventuates but just growing the kaupapa is our main our main thing at the moment um, you know the last couple of years we've, we're graduating some toida on saturday uh, ones that have been in our program from year 11 to 13 um, such a hard time for the students you know through these last few years um, they haven't been the best so we're just trying to find different ways that we can support them should such things happen again kind of switching it up mixing it up to make it easier um, for all whanau because that was a scary time for everyone but yeah just making sure we're prepared um, and ready to take on the next year we're just super excited we love our jobs we wake up like yeah it's cool we're going to work today um Weekends, yeah, they're all good. We we don't even mind going going to work. So, nah, that's me. What about you? Yeah, I pretty much share the same sentiments as you. Um, looking forward to bringing our new kura into our region, um, engaging with new students and from a new area. Like, cause you know, with their kura, there's a new area there, and um, just really trying to see, uh, or I guess what gets me excited is that. Those light bulb movements where students see themselves a little bit bigger or a little bit yeah better than what they previously thought, and then as they as we take them through the years, we work them for three years. As we take them through the years, watch them grow and see that potential go from a little seed into a massive like tree or whatever it may be that they want to be. And um, man, that's exciting for me, like just watching it. Uh, and we're, 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 we're super privileged that we get to watch it. Like we watch this little seed grow, grow and just flourish mm. in, in, in three years. Imagine what happens in the next 10 years, you know? Yeah, well, we're not going to stop there, eh? We're going to follow them through uni. Mm. We do follow them. Our program does. And we've built up relationships where we're going to keep in touch with them through their uni study, through their tertiary, whatever they're doing and on Samahi. So that when we need hip replacements when we're older, they've got us. Yeah, so you're just uh, you're just uh, you're stacking the cards in your favour for the future. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's be honest. <laughs> well, like you said, though, we're also a pipeline, so we're just one phase. Mm-hmm. We're the beginning phase of our program. Mm-hmm. There's still two other phases that follow on, which they don't often do mm-hmm. for for Toida. Normally, it's just. Here you go, and then see you later on your way. Mm-hmm. I oh. think that's a point of difference for us. Is staying staying in staying in it with them all the way through. Yeah, that's right, and, and their father. And um, Waikaraka's older older brother, her, his one of his students, he, 
um, is doing a PhD. Mm. Wow. Started PhD in that part. Does she? So, yeah. So just watching them is just like your own yeah. children. Like, mm. yeah, supporting from the sideline. Yeah. And, and I think I think that's the important part that we can't over overstate is, is you know so often especially in industry it's dollars and cents ROI all of this kind of thing um, but understanding that investing in this sort of program and supporting this sort of program does uh, you know the right thing to do will always be the right thing to do and also knowing that um, that's another doctoral candidate that mm. can graduate that can come into your organization that can create change and impact in the world so um yeah i guess encouraging partners with um people like yourself to to not only measure the roi in dollar terms but measure the roi in terms of impact that's right go for the um, impact and the dollars will follow (laughs) that is that is on my uh on my words of the week Cool. Well, as as per usual, like just such a such a uh, privilege to just sit down and chat with you guys. And uh, we would encourage anyone that is listening, if they do want to reach out and get in touch with the Puhoro team, that they would do that. And um, I think uh, it's fair to say that if you exist within the the STEM spectrum in any way, shape, or form, um, they're really keen to hear from you and uh, understand how they can partner up and be able to deliver some some knowledge and technology transfer opportunities and to put some uh, some light bulbs uh, hopefully on in uh, some students' heads so they might be able to see the potential in both, both themselves but in the industry ahead. So um, kia ora to you both and all the best for your mahi in the future. Kia ora. Kia ora. Thank you. So there you go. Thanks for joining our conversation with Waikaraka and David today. If you'd like to connect more with them, their details are in the show notes. For me, it's been inspiring hearing how when you plant small seeds of inspiration through partnering with organizations like Puhoro and they water them carefully over a period of time, just how much impact can be realized down the road in the future. So if you liked what you've heard today, please like, subscribe and share with any metalhead you know. Let's spread the word. At HERA, we are committed to meeting our obligations under Titiriti or Watangi and also to raise the mana of Mataronga Māori, Tikanga Māori and Te Reo Māori within our workplace. To find out more about our mahi in this space, you can find links in the show notes.